We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. We got a call from Spring has sprung It is supposed to be 75 tomorrow Calling fake spring I'm calling it a faux spring because it goes immediately back down into the 40s the next week. Exactly. We're in that weird time where it's like warm, cold, warm, cold. And just when you think it's warm again, fucking cold. I am 100% going to take advantage of it, though, tomorrow. And everybody listening should, except you're going to be listening to this next week. So, yeah. It's going to be like 20 and snowing. (laughs) And there's going to be a blizzard, like the blizzard of 78. Take advantage of it. Welcome to the Last Call podcast, everybody. Uh, I am your host, Aaron Thompson, and alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Warner. Back again, drinking some zombie dust this time, switching it up. Zombie dust across the board. No, no, I'm not that bold. Zombie dust is a very, very heavy IPA, if anybody's wondering what that Uh, is, if you're not from Indiana. Zombie dust is made by the same people who made Gumball Head, which we had the other week. Uh, That is Three Floyds Brewery. Uh, They do make some good stuff. Um... Did you ever, so Three Floyds has this, uh, is it a stout, imperial stout called Dark yes. Lord? Dark Lord, yep. And they actually had at one point a festival called Dark Lord Day where they would give out like exclusive flavored stouts of this Dark Lord. And I think you could only get Dark Lord on Dark Lord Day. Is that? Yeah. So, and they're, they're still doing it. Do they still do it? They still do it. I, I don't know if COVID if they took a year or two off because of covid or not but well when we were in college it was a big deal to get tickets to that yeah it was it was kind of like the equivalent of uh shoot what else like concert tickets where there's like a lot of uh craze behind it or something like that where something like that where it's like oh this is going to sell out basically immediately like some new product coming out that's going to sell out immediately and so they would sell out within like 20 or 30 minutes it's like a music, yeah, like a music festival with beer. Yeah. So is is it a full weekend or is it just one day? I think it's just one day. I don't know. I, oh, I've never been. Sense. I wish I could go, but I I could go at some point, but I never did. But essentially you buy a uh, um, the ticket and it gets you to the event. And I looked it up and it's like, basically that gives you the right to buy the beer. So mm. you have to buy the ticket and then you could buy the beer. Gotcha. And it's stupid expensive. Like you end up, I can't remember how much the tickets are, but I thought they were a couple hundred dollars. I think they're about two hundred dollars. And I think the last time I looked it up, you got uh, four of those, which they're twenty-four ounce bombers. Uh, so you get four twenty-four ounce bombers, and then it's like two hundred dollars. And then people will end up reselling those beers for two hundred fifty, two hundred dollars each, or something like that, for a twenty-four ounce beer. They are good. And it's something special. It, it, it's a special thing, especially if you like Three Floyds Brewery. The The times that I've had it, it was the only way I could describe it. The first time I ever had it, it almost tasted a little bit like soy sauce. Like it was very salty and it, it was kind of an odd flavor. Now they do have yeah. different flavors. I know somebody got like a vanilla one and somebody got, you know, a chocolate one. And so there are different flavors of it. But the original stout or whichever one I had, it was like, I feel like I'm drinking soy sauce, which is a weird way to describe it because it's still a good beer. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things where you taste it and it's like, 
do I actually like this or is it it's just it's different it's unique yeah or is it just because it, of the the nostalgia behind the name or not nostalgia but you know the the hype behind the name yeah like people are telling me this is good beer so I think it's good beer I think if you buy that you're gonna tell yourself that it is a good beer and it's the best thing you've ever had yeah that's gonna be your justify your way of justifying it well so. if I'm spending two three hundred bucks on a ticket it better be the best yeah. beer I've ever <laughs> I've ever had it's it's kind of cool though the the people will keep uh like one bottle from every year and a lot of times people will open them up and they'll have like five or six years of them all lined up and so they're all identified by like their their label changes slightly every year and then they dip them in wax kind of like maker's mark and then the wax like changes every year so it's kind of cool but do they not skunk i don't know apparently they get better really i i saw a spread because I, I was looking this up the other day and telling somebody else about it um and they had a spread of like five or six years so at least six years that that bottle had sat like the beer can't be good after that point right i mean like if you store it correctly maybe but like wine if you don't store wine correctly wine will go bad yeah and i'm guessing it's probably the same thing as long as you so if you store it, it correctly certain, there's probably a right temperature a right angle to keep it at hell my bottle, wine i know you have to keep at certain wines you have to keep at like a certain angle yeah because of the cork yeah. you, you have to keep the cork wet to keep it expanded enough yeah. for the cork to actually seal but hell my bottled water has an expiration date on it so how does and it's that's probably because of the plastic it's in could be could be interesting i don't know i mean glass bottles aren't they don't let anything off plastic like leeches stuff into the water yeah that's that's the reason i think that coke out of a glass bottle tastes better than coke out of a can or a plastic one mm -hmm. because they have to coat the inside of those cans with like essentially antacid so that it doesn't eat through the the coke can mm-hmm and I think some of the off flavor that you get from that causes it to not taste as good as like one out of a glass bottle. Because I don't think they have to do that on yeah. a glass bottle one. Definitely alters the flavor. Yeah. And everybody talks about like, oh, this one has real sugar versus I don't think it's really the real sugar. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I don't think it's That's actually. What you get for talking crap about, you know, Coke. Oh, God. Mexican Coke. That's what you're referring the to. The people at Coke heard me and send a, a assassin in my beer to take no, out they, my they triggered the uh the chip that you got when you got the vaccine <laughs> yeah they uh triggered They're like what'd yeah. you say <laughs> zap yeah. newsflash coca-cola is actually behind the vaccines there you go now but, we know but i don't think it's actually the sugar i think the sugar uh, yeah there's maybe a little bit i think it really is the antacid that goes inside i think it's the way it's stored i think the glass bottle tastes better because that's the actual coke like uh, you know McDonald's Coke or I know you hate White Castle and we've had that conversation but White Castle's Coke is also phenomenal and I think it's because of the way they're stored like you were so as what were you in our fraternity you you had a you held a position on the board did you not mm -mm, did no. you not I thought you did no who was I talking do, to then do you know me I don't know maybe not one of the guys on the board, I thought, I, I, I thought it was you, but said yeah. that the way that we got, because we had a Coke machine in our lobby, yeah, but it came in like plastic bags. 
Yeah, so they, there was a cardboard box, and inside of that cardboard box was basically a, a plastic bag full of uh, syrup. And so the way the machine works is you run water through it and carbonate it and take some of the syrup out of it and mix it together, and then it comes out of the Coke machine as carbonated water-flavored Coke, which is how and- they all work. And you're supposed to, we didn't do it well, but you're supposed to keep ice in it to keep everything cold so it tastes fresh. Yes. When you don't do it, it tastes flat regardless. Yes, Even if it's brand it's, new, it still tastes flat. Yeah, exactly. But I think that the way that McDonald's, and we could probably fact check this, I think the way that McDonald's and the way that White Castle stores their Coke is actually in steel drums. Like it's see, but then that's kind of the opposite of what you're saying. You're saying like the can, well, makes uh, it taste not as good because I it's mean, al- with it, aluminum versus steel. I don't know if that's a difference. I think the way that it's stored at McDonald's, and I'm assuming White Castle because White Castle's Coke does also taste different, is different than the typical restaurant. I believe special storage McDonald's and Coca Cola have unique worship. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I'll I'll keep reading. Okay. Anyway. So, anyways, that's. I do think it tastes different, but the going back to the beer thing, like I, I feel like at a certain point that beer would probably go bad. Yeah, McDonald's Coca-Cola syrup is stored in stainless steel tanks. This perver- uh, preserves the syrup's flavor and protects it from temperature, light, and air, all things that can degrade the flavor quickly. Ah, see. Yeah, so they store that that's the reason why McDonald's Coke, why everybody's like, oh, their Coke tastes better. Well, because it's stored differently. Again, well, I'm... There's there's a couple other things oh. as well. Consistent f- water filtration, uh, syrup, math, chili temperatures, and straw secrets. Straw secrets? Uh, uh, compare McDonald's straw to that of any other fast food chain's uh, straws, and you'll see a size difference. But McDonald's is wider. It's slightly wider uh, than a typical straw. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's wider. Okay, so So McDonald's does a few different things then. So there's a couple things to add. Whether it actually adds up, I mean, it definitely tastes different. I think it does. It's unique, and I guess the the flavor is a a, a preference. Do you think... I guess it's all kind of objective as well. Mm Mm-hmm. So, are people thinking into it? I don't know. Do you have you seen those videos of like blind taste tests? Yeah, I still want to do something like that. I, I, we could this. do we could do some with beer. That's yeah, just hundred percent what I wanted to do. That one could just be cheap beer, like cheap name yeah. brand. Well, mass I wanted to do beer. a guess the guess the beer. So we'll get like Coors Light, Bud Light, uh, Miller Light, all those different ones, and then we'll try to guess which one is. Yeah, because. I don't know that I could do it. I don't know that I have a distinguished enough palate to determine like, oh, this is this beer, this is that beer. I don't know that I could. Do you think you could do it like soft drinks? Uh, like I, I colas. So let's so like Dr I, Pepper. Could I tell Pepsi. the difference between Mr. Pibb and Cherry Coke and Dr Pepper? Yeah, like yes, essentially yeah. like that. Well, I mean, so Cherry obviously has a different flavor, but if you're like regular Coke. And then you were Dr. Pepper, and then you were um, Pepsi. Yeah. Like, like three different colas. 
because you, you throw the flavors it's like oh like i know cherry coke so that's cherry well that's why i said like so cherry coke uh cherry pepsi mr pib and dr pepper are all kind of very similar like if you look okay. at mr pib it's literally f- flavor or labeled as spicy cherry soda mm. that's the name of it i didn't know that yeah and then mr pib's basically an alternative to dr pepper so I saw one recently where the guy actually said, oh, this is my favorite one. And he was like, I love Coke. Coke is my favorite. And he chose Pepsi. Really? <laughs> he was like, oh, that's Coke for sure. Pepsi's and I was like, definitely sweeter. And I was like, I, I agree. I think so too. Um, but I don't know if that was just like for the video. Like anything you see on the internet, you, you have to take with a grain of salt. Like, is this real? Was it staged? That kind of thing. So if he's like, oh, Coke's my favorite and he chose Pepsi, it's like, oh, wow, I can't believe he doesn't know his own, you know, like one of those shock type videos. Like the, oh, yeah. Yeah. Where, where it's like, I can't believe he got this wrong or whatever. The old bait. Click, click, bait. Yeah. yeah. We've started doing that I with our it. titles. Well, I mean, it's the the standard. That's what everybody does. That's how you get people coming to your channel. It's it's a good strategy. So I, everybody's going to use it. I I don't like the to click, an extent. I hate the cringy clickbait titles though. The the super cringy ones, like oh my god, I can't believe she said that or something like that. You Just, know? Yeah. It, it like I don't. They're like cringy. I, I at least in our titles want to try to give some substance as to what we're actually going to be talking about on the podcast versus just something that's like completely taking out of context that like, you know, that are it isn't even involved in the, the video or yeah. the it's like whatever you're doing. Yeah. The audio. It's like where where did this title even come from? Like, because that's not what the video was about at all. Right. But, but it's like oh i want to see what what she or he said and then like they never said anything it's about like i don't know minecraft or something it's like <laughs> i don't i have no idea where they come up with this but i mean they get views so there's another oh, man there's a specific channel and i don't know the name of it um but i i can't stand their videos because they're like oh my god uh look at this one weird bar trick or look, let me see if I can trick this person or um, and they talk they, they do this big freaking build up and it's like 12 minutes and it's all for like one 10 second reaction the, I can't I, I wish I knew what channel it was but it's like it's a bunch of grown adults like they're probably in their late 30s early 40s or so and they do this every time. And their their videos are like 15 minutes long and it's all for one 10 second event. And it's never worth it. Multi-part person is the worst person in the world. Multi-part person? Like the, the people are like, watch, the, watch me prank this person. And it's like, check in for part two. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. it's like, it, I there are some videos where it's like, okay i want to see what happens so i will other videos that are just over the top stupid i'm like yeah you've lost me i'm i can't believe i wasted my time on this yep and i, I just i'm like next like I, I don't even care about a part i don't care how this ends i just it, there was a guy on, on tiktok who actually did a series about this and he was giving out awards to the people like the worst people on tiktok and he would like be like part two person and then um 
oh, I'd have to go find some of the examples, but that that was kind of what it was. But it was like person A, person B, person C. Who and the worst person on TikTok is part two person, <laughs> and then he's like, "Stay tuned for part two for my speech." You know, like, uh, like no. So his he was making fun oh, of those. Fun. Yeah, okay. he was making yeah. fun of those people. Um, so like I thought that was funny, but it may man maybe I'm just old. Maybe I just don't get the internet anymore. I just hate TikTok in general. But you're missing out. Uh, there there is good content out there. It's just sometimes few and far between but i i hate that i hate that information is taken in in like 10 seconds 15 20 seconds at a time and you're seeing the base layer of it and you automatically say yes this is true because this person in this video said it rather than going in and researching the answer of why that is the right answer it may be the right answer but it's like you're not getting the full story well, if you're using it as your news source, I understand I'm not, that. I, I'm not necessarily saying news, but... If you're using it for entertainment content, just entertainment purposes, there is no right answer. It's entertainment content. If you're if you're looking up, like, for example, with my workouts, I'll look up on TikTok, like, good arm workouts or good chest workouts or good leg workouts, and then I will check a few different videos and then i will go online and see what i can find so i do that research if i am actually looking for an answer i will go look for that answer a lot of people don't a lot of people just take shit at face value because it's like oh this person had a million likes on their video and it could be completely wrong but if you're just using tiktok as an entertainment platform where it's like, oh, I just want to see funny videos of cats or whatever on TikTok. Sure, that's that, that's fine. Yeah, the, like there's there but is I'm, no right answer. But I'm talking about those ones specifically where it's like, oh, I saw this on TikTok and it was, it had a million likes on it, so it has to be true. Oh, Rather than yeah. actually going in, it is, it, it it almost makes it worse because now you have people that are so justified in their opinion and because they saw it on there and they didn't actually go in, but they don't, they're lazy and they don't want to actually do the research. Yeah, I, and that's me being grumpy or whatever. But yeah, you're, you're you are in a mood tonight, but we don't have to talk about that right now. But the uh, the doing research, like I'll see something, and I know that the internet is lying to me. Ninety nine percent of the time, the internet is lying to me. So I need to find at least a couple credible sources that back up this particular thing that I saw. I bet that's a half of of a percent of the people that of the general public that are doing that. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Which is worse. That's horrible. I I almost think I tend to think that everybody is lying to me on serious topics. If it's something that doesn't matter, I don't, you know, whatever. I don't care if it's a serious topic. Like, Oh, did you hear about what happened in like Ukraine? Did you hear what happened in Ukraine or this or that? The other thing. It's like, no, I didn't hear that. And I'll listen to it. But then I will go back and be like, did that actually happen? And if I can find like multiple news stories, like from credible, quote unquote, credible sources, it was like, oh, shit, that like actually happened. See, here's another thing, though, is a lot of people will then search whatever they're looking for. And it's like, did this, this, this happen? And they find a headline, a headline, a headline. They're like, yep, that's it. So you find a bunch of headlines that all read exactly what you said, or basically they find what you Googled rather than a counterpoint to it. 
because it's gonna it's not gonna give you the counterpoint counterpoint it's gonna give you exactly what you googled and then they're not even gonna read the actual article itself they're just gonna look at the headline and then so it's like snap decision yeah i did my research yeah and we've talked about that a little bit like when people say oh like when it came to the vaccine i think we talked about it a little bit with COVID. it's like when people say oh i did my research on the vaccine no you fucking didn't no, no. you didn't you took a bunch of headlines and a bunch of, of opinions from various people and then you formed an opinion on it you didn't actually go and look at data you didn't do this you didn't do that like so when people say oh i did my research 99 percent of the people no you fucking didn't and, and to be fair or like to be you know uh, like i'm probably one of those people but i i never say like i did my research it was like oh like i saw a couple articles or something like i played down the amount of research i did but i don't claim to be an expert on something just because i saw a couple of articles that's it was a, like yeah and it, it, it's it's the issue is it's you create a pe- bunch of people that think they're experts at that point too well yeah and so there's a there's a comedian um i think his name is tim hawkins Tim Hawkins, I think so. He he's a pretty funny. He's a clean comedian too, which is kind of hard to find. But he was talking about kids. You probably don't remember this, but there was a time before Google, and he goes where people were just walking around not knowing the answers to anything, just a bunch of absolute idiots. If you had a question, you just went around walking not knowing the answer to that question because there was no Google. There was no like pre google pre-internet so he's just talking because he's an older dude so he yeah, remembers there t- is a thing now there is no but there was a thing before that yeah the library the encyclopedia yeah but who's who's fucking carrying around an encyclopedia with them at a bar like you get in a bar discussion with somebody and you have an argument about the right answer to who sung this song like you you don't have an encyclopedia with you now we do because we have all of our smartphones so the point was if you had a question and you weren't at home and you didn't have access to that information you just kept walking around not knowing the answer to it yeah i don't it's a it's it's a joke like he's a comedian it's a joke but there is a bit of truth to that where people were just walking around just not knowing the answer to things or almost better though because you don't have people saying this because they took five seconds to people don't think they're experts because they don't know people used to admit when they didn't know shit now it's like oh well i googled this and that blah 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 so we have all the information in the world in our pockets and are we actually any smarter no i don't think so i don't think so at all i think we're like we don't retain information the way other people did because it was like oh i need to know this for later because I'm not going to be able to you remember when your teacher was like you're never going to have a calculator in mm-hmm. your pocket you know whatever it's like well you didn't see the smartphone come and did you teach so so like times change all that kind of stuff changes but it, it's just I don't think people retain information the same way anymore because we have all of it at our fingertips where we don't have to remember stuff we can just look it up whenever so it we doesn't want. actually like it, sit in your brain it doesn't you don't, stick it doesn't yeah it doesn't stick it's kind of like that uh just uh taking or what was it was studying right before the test yeah it, it doesn't actually get solidified in your brain no so you could the funny thing is i would like to test somebody it'd be like uh give them a bunch of information and have them google it whatever and then have them say this or that and then next week ask them the same question and I bet it's not without Google without Google and it's gone 
Yeah, I, I would 100% believe that they would fail that same test. Yeah. So, here's here's funny. We were talking about phones, whatever, having them in your hand mm-hmm. constantly. So, I found the story of Jarrett Allen. He's a NBA basketball player. Oh. I, did, I did not know who this was, I thought, to be honest. I thought you were saying, so there is a Jared Allen. No. So, Jarrett with a T? Two T's, actually. Two T's, okay. Two T's. So Jared Allen was a defensive end for the Kansas City Chiefs, played for the Minnesota Vikings. And actually one of my buddies that I went to school, like grade school with, is like person like family friends <laughs> with that guy. Anyway, so I thought you were saying him. And I was like, Oh, I kinda know that guy. I got signed football you by were, him. And yeah. I, I was gonna flex that I have a signed football by that guy. But no, Jarrett Allen. No, Jarrett. I, I do have I have no connections to Jarrett. Allen. So what about Jarrett Allen? Jarrett. Jarrett Allen. Where, I found this. I want the rest of this podcast. Can we please just like be hard on the T's, Jarrett? Just I want extra hard on the T's. We're gonna lose the little followers that we have if we do that. It'll be a running joke. It's okay. Jarrett Allen reveals <laughs> that he had to get an iPhone. No, no, no. Just it, it, just on Jared. You don't no, have to I'm do it. Gonna, I'm just going to hit all the T's now. Just all the T's. Uh, so I found the story and I, th- I thought it was funny. Uh, Jared Allen reveals he had to get an iPhone because the Cavaliers wouldn't let him be in a part of a group text uh, because they wanted all blue text boxes. God. Talk about pressure. So Or peer pressure. There was... Was it? Uh, there was a comedian. I forget which comedian, but he essentially, it was the story was essentially saying that same thing. Like when you're in a group text with somebody who does not have an iPhone, you it know, kind of ruins it to be honest. Because everybody's is now green. Yeah, and then on the other side of it as well, when somebody with an iPhone likes somebody else's message with an iPhone, it says so and so liked this message instead. It just ruins everything. It does. I mean, I used to be that person because I, I used to have a Samsung. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with Android. I, I don't think you're going wrong either way. I don't think... it's an un- This this whole back and forth, this civil war of Android versus iPhone is just what they want. It's perfect for the, those companies. Yeah, it's a marketing thing. It's a marketing thing, 100%. And this for iPhone honestly makes it so they'll sell more iPhones. It's it's really smart, actually. It, yes, it is. Sorry, I'm I'm looking something up because I I wanted to tell this joke because I thought it was funny. Uh, Samsung trolls Apple with anti iMessage gifts. Um, I don't know if that's it, but it, oh, Google, Apple's iMessage dominates because of bullying. USA Today. This is a USA Today article. USA Today. Google says Apple's iMessage and its blue message bubbles dominate because of bullying. So you're bullying somebody because they don't have blue tech. So you you could make fun of your your friends because they don't have an iPhone and they don't have blue text. Just like what his teammates did. Yes, exactly. And again, this is a USA Today article. 
So yes, Jarrett Allen got bullied into getting an iPhone because of the the green text message. Google claims that the that the distinction of the blue text message leads to peer pressure and bullying that is ultimately given Apple's iMessage a clear edge. Yep, peer pressure, like I said. <laughs> and then I, I think it might have stupid. Been- I mean, it's like literally because you want blue text messages, you're going to go out and spend at least. I don't know, thousand dollars at this 12, point, $1, yeah, fifteen hundred dollars, because they've gone up at so much in value. So the joke, I think it was like SNL or something like that. It was like the, Apple's response to this was, you know, don't be a loser or something like that. It was essentially bullying. Get good, friend. Yeah, essentially making them feel bad about themselves for their claims. But yeah, so I I, I don't know if that's actually going to go anywhere. If it, why Google felt the need to say that. Like, I don't know if there's a lawsuit. I, I, I don't think there is, but I think it's just like, why? You know, like what, like what was the purpose of Google coming out and saying that other than like, they want people to be like, it's okay to have a Google phone. <laughs> like, is that the whole purpose? I, I don't, I don't know. It's definitely a side that they could take. I mean, I mean yeah. well, it's the side they're point, going that is to kind take. of marketing on their end as well. Yeah, it's we're anti-bully. So this is their quote. We're anti-peer pressure. You make your own decision. This is their this is the quote. Using peer pressure and bullying as a way to sell products is disingenuous for a company that has humanity <laughs> humanity and equity as a core part of its marketing. Hmm. So, shots fired. Well, I, I can't, you can't argue against Google as far as like Apple's, I don't know, anti-humanitarian uh, thing, you know, with their whole, uh, what's it, Foxconn that manufactures all of their uh, iPhones and all of the crap behind that. Dude, that, that... That's a deep, that's a deep dive, but... Well, yeah, when you, when you're a company that manufactures iPhones for Apple and you have to install netting around the top floors of your building because people are jumping out of the windows yeah there's probably something wrong there yeah it's horrible like and and if you haven't heard that story you should look it up yeah it's really like weird that they're like oh yeah no we've had a bunch of people jump out of the windows because they hate working here and so we had to install anti-suicide netting around our building yeah literally you can't you can't pay them a fair wage to where they can't afford to live and so they have no other choice but to continue to work there. Yeah, because that's the only job they can get. Yeah, man, where where it's where, horrible. But in, here I am sitting here with a fucking iPhone and it, right but, next to me. But there's always the cognitive dissonance of I can't see it; it doesn't affect me, so I'm not yeah, going to do anything sight, about it. But I mean, everybody does it, and even the people that say they don't do it, it it's just people pick and choose what they want to what they want to do, right? What, what causes they want to pick up, what causes they don't. And at the end of the day, everybody's a hypocrite. So uh, they're, they're literally, you know, people are, are virtuous. We talked about virtue signaling with the whole Spotify thing and everything um, with uh, what's his face, Neil, not Neil, Diamond, yeah, Neil yeah, Young. Yeah. It's, like, it's like you pick and choose what fights you want to pick. But that doesn't make you a, like, that doesn't make you the, the saint Neil Young because you chose to pick up this fight but not all any of the other fights mm-hmm. uh, so I, I just I, I hate the virtue signaling I don't I don't 
I try to be a good person, but I, I don't tout, like, tote it out to the general public, like, look how righteous I am with all this. I don't know. I try not to. Do I do that? No, I, I, I mean, you don't post on social media, period, other than posting our episodes. So. I do po- I do post our episodes. <clears throat> well, I mean, that's... I, we, I know we've been saying this for a while, but once we get the actual like cameras set up and all that kind of stuff, and we, we figured out the majority of it. We still got some stuff to do. We got to finish like the our actual studio, and we got to. I want to get a couple other cameras in here so that we can have like multi shots and like be real fancy with that shit. I'll start actually posting like actual video clips of us talking rather than the rant, <laughs> like the images that I'm just scraping the internet for. So, because yeah, that's all. Get there. That's all I'm posting on on Instagram right now. So, anyways, is there? I, I'm sorry. Is there more to the Jared no, Allen no, no, story? That was, that was pretty much it. I just thought it was interesting. I mean, that's that's the main headline. I think he ended up getting an iPhone. So, <laughs> well, peer pressure worked, and Apple made another fifteen hundred dollars. So, do you think he has like a a burner? Um, so Kevin Durant, did you hear that? like all that stuff with Kevin Durant where he had burner Twitter accounts where like he would respond to posts that were anti Kevin Durant with his burner accounts. Oh, I think I kind of briefly remember. remember Do you think, do you think Jarrett Allen has a, uh, like a burner, like Android phone that he uses? (laughs) Like he's like, he's like, I don't want to leave Android, but I'm being pressured to get Apple. So, so like he, like he has one phone for his teammates and then, one phone for like everybody else who's all you know how annoying it is changing numbers because he's gonna have two numbers at that point i still if he keeps the the one i yeah i still have how many numbers have you had one i've only had one so i'm again originally from missouri and i still have a missouri area code in like as my phone number yeah like back in the day, I'm assuming if you moved, you had to like out of an area or out of a state or something like that, you would actually have to change numbers. I don't think so. Yeah. I think as long as you kept the same phone plan. Well, I mean, you, no, you're, I'm talking like early, early cell phones or early, like even pre cell phones. Like if you moved, you had to change numbers. Are you talking landline? Well, landline, you, you absolutely, phone. Yeah, absolutely had to with a landline, right? But with even early cell phones i don't know that you could keep that same number all the way through i feel like that's more of a modern i'm trying to remember because i know my my mom had a cell phone pretty early on uh and by early on i mean probably like the early 2000s and i want to say that the number did change when she got a new phone but i don't know i think it did I think it I think it used to. But yeah, I like ever since that first number I had was established, I've kept the same number all the way through. It's really annoying uh having somebody else's so say when you get a cell phone and it was somebody else's number four before. It's horrible. Oh. Absolutely terrible. I've had somebody calling me for I've had this number since twenty uh, when was my freshman year of high school? That would have been 2008 was the first year I got a cell phone. Uh, freshman year of uh, high school. Ever since then, they've been asking for Chad Johnson. Not Chad Johnson. Chad Smith or Chad something like that. I can't remember the fucking name. It's Chad something. For the past, I don't know, how many years has that been? 
a lot. So it's 2014 years? 14 years they've been asking for Chad. So it's I, nuts. I have a very similar situation. So I have a work phone and then I have my personal phone. Whoever had the number for my work phone, cell phone, prior to me, his name was Todd. And I think Todd, before relinquishing this number, literally just signed up for a bunch of spam with this number because I get text messages saying, hey, Todd, this is blah, blah, blah. I get phone calls saying, is Todd there? Yep. It, but it, so it's not like they change numbers. It's not like they're scammers, like using random names. It's always Todd. Yeah. And so I, I actually. Chad Sears. That's what it was. Ch- <laughs> Chad Sears. Chad, if you're listening to this, pay your bills before you (laughs) cancel your account. My generic credit card company keeps calling me about... (laughs) Chad, no. Legitimately, Chad, though, was in some debt of some kind because they've been asking for him. And this was a legit company. There were a couple of them that were, like, legit, and they're like, hey, is Chad Sears there? And I'm like, no. And he goes, they're like, oh, okay. And it wasn't a telemarketer where they were like, okay well then i'm gonna ask you next then it was like oh you're not chad okay we're gonna avoid you we're looking for this guy so i've got two stories one of them involves a a call that my dad got and it was a random number and he thought it was spam so he didn't answer but they left a voicemail i again whether my dad's number was big john's number or whether not little John, no, it was big. It was Big John. Whether my dad's number was, I'm sorry. Whether my dad's <laughs> number was Big John's number, or whether they just got the wrong number. But he got a voicemail where this guy was like, "Yo, Big John, hey man, they found out what happened, dude. Like, you gotta lay low for a while. They they coming after you." <laughs> my dad got this voicemail. Like he's like, "You need to lay low. Go to the go to the safe house." stay there for a while man i'm coming to meet you and my dad's like well i hope big john's okay <laughs> like my dad got this voicemail about big john having people coming after him and he's like i don't i don't know what to do there's like, nothing you like, can do he's like it's horrible he's like do i call this number back and say hey friend i am not big john you should probably find big john because i don't know if he's safe in that minute he goes well what's your name yeah so and so Okay, well, we're going to come after you instead, then. Yeah, it's like, eh, you're target number one now. So, anyways, Big John, if you're listening, I <laughs> hope you're doing okay. But going back to Todd, I keep getting text messages from alleged real estate people saying, hey, Todd, do you still have that property out on this X so-and-so Epstein road? Epstein Island. Yeah, do you have this property on Epstein Island? And are you interested in selling? I never respond to those text messages, but I so badly want to respond and just say, absolutely, meet me out there at 2 p.m. on this day. (laughs) It just have the, I want to see if they text me back and say, hey, I'm here. Where are you? It was like, yeah, this isn't odd. Good luck. 
that there's there's a there's another comedy bit, and I I know who exactly who you're talking about. Where he's like small business. Yeah. The, oh, it's so good. I can't remember who it is. We'll we'll post the link. Well, I so I did. I don't post, want to ruin that one. That one's a really no, good skit. I can't. I it's I can't short ruin and sweet that. too. It's like not a long drawn out one, but it's very good. So the the short of it, I'm not going to get into the specific details, don't but the away. No, the short of it is he oh, gets yeah. he gets a call from a random number. And he goes, most people decline it or don't answer it. He goes, yeah. not me. I answered it. And then he goes into detail. He's like, I see opportunity I here. See. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes on to detail this entire experience that he had with this small business and it, them thinking that he is actually a part of this small business. So good. So uh, I did post the, the burrito link to the... Uh, dear guy who made my burrito yeah so i did put well it was link in bio because apparently instagram doesn't allow you to post links in the comments anymore uh i don't really it, it didn't let me so i finally got it to actually post so it's in our bio the dear guy who made my burrito but we'll we'll keep posting links to stuff that we we reference so we'll we'll find this mm -hmm. skit about the the guy who talked to the small business um but yeah, I, I'm so tempted to. I had a, a 30 minute conversation with one of my coworkers today about scammers, and and how I really want to send these real estate people on a wild goose chase and just never show up to any of these meetings. Oh, sorry, I got caught up doing this. Meet me again tomorrow, or like, hey, show up with a duffel bag of five thousand dollars and the property property's yours, just to see what I can get out of these people. I hate scammers. Scammers getting scammed on the internet hilarious it makes me feel so good it makes me happy there's a really i have a really good youtube channel uh to follow for that his his stuff's very very drawn out though who is it uh let me i'll, I'll pull it up basically he's he's one of those guys that's like um he'll go out and have somebody give him some information on a spammer like they'll have a number they're like okay go ahead and call it it's basically somebody that's like hey your windows account got hacked uh please talk to me and i'll let you know how to like fix it and then he basically goes down the rabbit hole on how to fix it and like gets in contact with these people he does voice changers everything like acts like an old grandma that has no idea what she's doing but basically goes through this whole thing and it is it's impressive but he, he his whole goal is to waste as much of their time as possible he's been on calls for 12 hours oh my god 12 <laughs> hours like, that's it's it's absurd that's absolutely ridiculous have you seen the hackers that hack into like the call center video cameras oh yeah and they're like yeah you in the red shirt i can see you <laughs> and they're like what and then like secure and like maintenance comes and takes down the cameras because they realize they've been hacked and stuff like i the hunter becomes the hunted it's like um i, I don't know schadenfreude is the best like description of what i feel when i see those videos but it's like it's like justice it's like you were trying to screw people over and i love when you get screwed over back 100 percent because the these people especially those gamers like the ones on the computer you're taking advantage of somebody that is not knowing what they're doing 
you, sorry, I, I, just I snap. You, you, you snapped. You look like you had a brilliant thought, and then it all went out the window. It, it's not a brilliant thought. I watched I just, the whole thing happen well, just now. I didn't. I didn't want to cut you off because no, I feel no, like I feel like I do that sometimes, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> uh, I just get excited. <laughs> so I got it, it on my work email. I got an email from Anita from the Ukraine. Oh, she trying to get her money over here? Not only that, she said she needs to support her her and her two kids during this tough time of the Russian invasion. And she provided me her Bitcoin wallet to send her oh, money. Oh, God. And I was like, I wish I knew how to do something with that bitcoin wallet i wish i knew how to do something with that because that's just the that's it, it was like i've already been taken by the prince of nigeria i'm not getting taken by anita <laughs> <laughs> like listen i sent the prince of nigeria money i can't i, I can't i can't afford myself i've helped him out any day now he should be sending me money back i just i was like oh you're in such dire straits uh, like and again, I, I understand the people of Ukraine. Like that's that's a shit show, right? What's, it's but but even but shittier. the fact that you send me your Bitcoin wallet immediately yells scam to me. However, it and like who like I don't know who you're targeting with this scam either because it, you think old people actually have Bitcoin and Bitcoin wallets to know what to do with that, and then young people are too smart to fall for that shit. So like, who are you trying to scam with this? scenario and like they attached pictures and i didn't look at them i didn't click on any of them because i assumed if if i did it was be a be a virus yeah so i just sent it to my t i was like hey i don't know if anybody else got this email but this is absolute bullshit so i didn't click on any pictures but i'm assuming it was her trying to say like look at how bad our our situation is and blah. it was like here's my bitcoin wallet 25 100 150 dollars would go along it's like I oh the fucking, my god! The dumb thing about that though is that it's a Bitcoin wallet, so you can go on and if you have that Bitcoin wallet, you can track where all that money goes. I'm gonna send it to Andrew. You can you can hundred can, can, there's, can, yeah there's can I send it to what, Andrew because Andrew would know what to do with that right? Well, or, I mean it's guess. not like there's only so much that he could do though. No, right? but but like he would at least know how to like look at the wallet right we or can, like we see can the, look at that. I can pull I, that up. For I you. don't know how to do that. Okay. I'm sitting right next to you. I just said I, I can tell you. How okay. To do okay. That. So, so I, you can well, look at all, if you know somebody, so this is why it's very, you got to be very careful with your Bitcoin, like wallet and only know, or uh, you got to be very careful with who you share that information for, uh, to, because somebody can go in and see all of the money going in and out of those transactions and where that money goes from one Bitcoin wallet to another. That's why you don't tell anybody that stuff. So either Anita's a real person and she's an absolute moron or this is a scammer who has no idea how Bitcoin works. Well, I mean, I think they're preying on people that don't know how Bitcoin works, period, and they just so don't then, give a shit. But then who's sending them Bitcoin? People that don't understand Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies and don't give or and aren't going to dig into it or but but like but you have to understand like in order to send them bitcoin they have to actually get a bitcoin like coinbase or one of these other like big yeah i don't think it's hard to then, get, get a, a bitcoin wallet but it's a very intensive process in order to send this person quote unquote 
Bitcoin to that wallet. And then they have to figure out, not only do they have to set up an account and then buy Bitcoin, now they have to actually go in and like transfer the money to that Bitcoin wallet. Yeah, but people do it through Cash App, whatever. Can you send like to different wallets through Cash App? I don't, that one I don't know, but. Interesting. Anyways, so uh, the, the point was that there was that very relevant situation. I, I didn't even think about it until just now, the scammer that came through my work email. So I found that guy that I was talking about. Yeah. Uh, Kit, Kit Boga, K-I-T-B-O-G-A. You'll know it's the right guy on YouTube uh, because he's wearing black aviators. Uh, his stuff's hilarious to watch, whatever. I, I wish I knew what his longest one was. I mean, 12 hours is a very long time. Like, I think he had one at least 12 hours. But, but like, and he posted a 12-hour YouTube video? No, it's, it's not the whole thing, but he breaks it up. But he'll go through, and he's got all their scams figured out. A lot of times what they'll do is, uh, I'll try to explain it very, 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 like, simply. Like I'm in third, like I'm five years old. Yeah. So they'll basically have you go in and log into your, like, uh, your bank account. And once they go in, they can, you know, I, I'm, I'm not even going to explain it. I, I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about, but the, basically the gist of it is they go in and they say hey uh we sent you money as a refund or something like that and then they'll refund you too much money so they're like oh you need to send us some money back here's how you could do it and then they send you up to the store you buy like a google play uh card which is basically a debit card whatever and you give them that refund the refund of that gift card and that's actual money at that point so they've created this. They they artificially look like it looks like they put money in your bank account. You go back, you buy an actual card, you give them that card information, and then they take that money. And so they'll get a hundred, two hundred dollars out of it. Out of it. so these people are he'll put them on the line for twelve hours, all for them trying to get two hundred dollars. It's hilarious. That is a bad return. Yeah, it's not good on that, but I mean, most of them in in India. Yeah, I mean they're giant call centers. Yeah, that that just thousands of people making these calls. I've got a really good podcast as well that um, on a group of guys that that drink beers in sixty minutes. No, no, it's it's not us. Good podcast though. The uh, return to like a a call saying you like your Microsoft account was hacked, whatever. They basically tracked the information, tracked this guy down, and then went all the way to India and found the call center. This was a two-part podcast, kind of like two-part man, whatever. But it was actually information all the way. Dude, it was it, ups and downs. It was crazy. But it was two hours. I think it was like ended up being like three hours long. It was like a movie. Damn. And they showed up at the call center in India and met the person. It, it, like It's insane. That's crazy. I'm they're curious. Like, like, what, they, but, they but like what, what? What do you do? Like, you show up there, and it's like, then what? Yeah. Um, I can't Let, remember exactly what happened, but well, listen to. Their, I'll, I'll link the episode as well. So, all right, I do have the name of the title of this episode. This is clickbait. No, it's 
Aaron got scammed by a Ukrainian refugee. <laughs> See, but you didn't know. Well, but that's the clickbait. That's that's the clickbait warning. I'm fine with the clickbait as long as it's somewhat true. Okay, fine. We'll but that's it, a we'll, complete lie. We'll think of a different title. Well, th- fine. I'll think of a different title. Aaron almost got scammed by a Ukrainian I, scammer. So sure, but I'm just bringing that's it full circle. Okay. I was just bringing it full circle, but it is that time of the night. Wonder what time Already? of the night it, it is. Oh. I didn't get to half the shit I wanted to talk about. It's last call. Last call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last call on the last call podcast, where every week we do a little something different. Uh, Warner. Uh, you were signaling to me that you wanted to say something. No, I was going to say something. I'm going to save these these two headlines. I've got two more interesting headlines, but I want to save them. Okay. Are are like are they just general topic interesting, or yeah, are, they, or are a, they current that like we should probably say now? No, they're they're just kind of general general topic. So general topic. I, um, I I'll hover over them. You, you you. I'll just get your quick reaction on them. I'm not sure there's actually a lot of content there, but. Okay. You want me to just read them? I okay. got two headlines. Okay. Uh, a woman in Atlanta says she has quit her job in order to pump enough breast milk to feed her bodybuilding boyfriend every two hours. Oh, God. Nope. Next. Yep. We're done. Next. Yep. Don't like that. So she quit her job as a bartender to make, yeah, produce milk. I, I thought it was super interesting. Apparently, there's a website out there. This is disturbing, whatever it's called. Uh, adult breastfeeding relationships. Oh, this is a website. Next, isn't that weird? Yes, it's weird. That's yes, it's, yes. My favorite comment though on this article was, "Well, have you seen the price of milk lately? <laughs> Inflation's horrible. Gas is almost horrible. Four, gas is almost four dollars here, and I saw it's terrible. One of the guys we went to college with, who lives out in San Francisco, said San Francisco is the first place in the country gas has reached five dollars a gallon. I swear I've seen it above five dollars in California before. I, no, I think it's just right now. Like oh. at this point, oh in okay, time. In, in, not okay. not not in the history. I was gonna of, say in two thousand eight, I'm pretty sure it got pretty. No, high. not not in the history, but anyways, yes, that is a very weird. And I have I have no comment other than uh, yeah, that in in probably better that we're doing this now. But uh, next one or sorry, last one. Uh, Ubisoft has celebrated its employees' hard work by giving them NFTs. So Ubisoft is the creator of the top titles uh, of top titles like Far Cry, the Tom Clancy series, and Assassin's Creed. Favorite comment was, uh, "Thank you for your hard work." Here's a JPEG. And also, uh, if Ubisoft loves N- NFTs so much, they should start paying their executives and shareholders with them. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I'm pretty sure now, they would hate that. Here, here's the thing. Here's a JPEG. Well, on your way. so we talked about this a little bit last time. So this is the only comment I'm going to make. If those come with some sort of utility, you get access to a release party of their latest, newest game, or you get pre-releases faster than everybody else. Those employees could sell those NFTs for a lot of money. So that that would be valuable because, again, Andrew utility i think is actually valuable when it comes to nfts 
So if it is just a JPEG, it's like, oh, here, here's a JPEG. But I, I think if there was utility or something that you get for owning that NFT through, is it is it Ubisoft or Ubisoft? I say Ubisoft, but if there's tomorrow. if there's something that they get through the company with that NFT, I think it could be actually a pretty good thing. But that that's the only thing I'm going to say. Apparently, this all happened. Uh, sorry, I'm going to read part of this. Ubisoft recently had uh, an internal workshop to address employee concerns regarding the company's venture into NFTs. At the same time as a celebration for the 20th anniversary of the Ghost Recon franchise, the, con- uh, the company also started giving out NFTs to employees. So at the same time where there were a ton of concerns about NFTs, they released an, an, another NFT. So it's like having it said, hey, it's, it's like ha- it's like having an intervention for an alcoholic and bringing a keg. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Good on you, Ubisoft. No, we're we're good. We're good. Thank you. I I have enough JPEGs. That's yeah. That's funny. Well, here's a PNG instead. <laughs> Thanks, man. Anyway. All right. All right, so so Let's we are on, on the actual last call. We are on the last call, and uh, Nick came up with this last call. What do we got, Nick? We're just going to do... I, I, I went on Reddit, my favorite, and it, I just went on to the r slash trivia of the day subreddit, hmm. pulled some questions. Okay. Actually, I think there's a couple that aren't from the, the subreddit, but... Whatever. Okay, so we got questions. So I got, t- I got 10 questions, okay. and I want to kind of see if you're going to get them. Okay. That's how trivia so, works, if you didn't know. <laughs> I ask you a question, you try to get it. Well, right? you, you've you've heard my uh, my theory on statistics, correct? I have not. Statistics is it's always fifty fifty. Either the thing happens or the thing doesn't happen. Either I get it right or I don't. Either I win the lottery or I don't. I've always got a fifty fifty shot. Except when it's a multiple choice question of oh, okay. I was gonna say a multiple choice question of four questions then you have a 25% chance but you're Every, still going to get it right or wrong everything's binary either the thing happens or the thing doesn't okay well we're going to find that out right Math. now <laughs> right now alright All right, let's go what does URL stand for oh. I think your your chances are significantly below 50% on this I get it right or judging, I don't, I don't judging <laughs> by the look on your face I think it's reading more towards no oh um i straight up i knew this at one point no maybe that was http and https um under unrestricted register logistic i don't know it is uniform resource locator Ah, that makes more sense. It was, it was on the tip of your tongue. I could tell. It was so close. I was so close. <laughs> it was on the tip of your tongue like Jarrett. Tip of the tongue, Jarrett. the teeth, the lips. The tip of the tongue. The th- not, okay. not Jarrett. 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 All right, next question. Uh, I think you'll get this one. What is the best-selling book series of all time? Is it Harry Potter? It is indeed Harry Potter. Yeah. Got that one right. Never read it haven't seen all the movies i like this question because it's interesting uh it's very simple but it's hard to hard to figure out all right true or false the color orange is named after the fruit false false you're very confident in that 
why why do you think that is i think the fruit was named after the color fruit was named after the color Mm -hmm. it is indeed true orange is named after the fruit the color came for or sorry the fruit came first the color came second damn chicken before the egg I thought no, you were I, confident too. I thought I had it. I thought I, I was. I was right there. In what year did Beethoven die? I'll give you uh, within a, a five-year window. So plus or minus, plus or minus five years. So you have, yeah, a good amount of room. <sighs> Beethoven, I think, is like Picasso. Do you know when Picasso died? It's like nineteen. 19- 30-something, 1940-something. No, oh, sure. No, it's it was like 96. 19, yeah, 96. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like, it, it was like I didn't so go, much later. I didn't go enough forward. I knew it was, it was one of those ones that's surprisingly late. Because like all of the ones, like the, the his famous one of something in blue or whatever, where like the, the entire painting is essentially a hue of blue, where like people are in a bomb shelter, that was during World War II. 1973 okay so 73 but yeah like you would have thought picasso was like in the 1800s so i feel like beethoven might be similar to that i'm gonna say i'm gonna say 1905 1905 uh the year was 1827 okay i was thinking at first i was thinking like 1850 it's I was thinking like he was he was later than what I thought. So eighteen twenty seven. See, the only thing that threw me off was there. There's pictures of him with like that long white hair, almost like what they had back in the seventeen hundreds. The seventeen hundreds, and that was kind of what gave me a clue. Yeah, anyway. I would. Uh, yeah, okay. Eighteen twenty seven. Uh, Finland is known as the country of a thousand lakes, not to be confused with the state of a thousand lakes. Michigan. I thought it was Minnesota. Pretty sure it's Minnesota. Well, land of pe- a thousand lakes. The people in Michigan call themselves the land of a thousand lakes. Because I thought uh, the uh, the L.A. Lakers were originally in Minnesota, and that's why they were the called Minnesota the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, like, so that's why that's, it would be the land of a thousand lakes. That no, that's true. I'm just saying the people that I knew in Michigan also called it the land of a thousand lakes. So it could be. It could like I don't know if there's like an official like nickname site or something like that but anyway so it's michigan or minnesota it's one of those northern i i think it's minnesota is the land all of right I'll, lakes. I'll take the l on that one all right i'll take the l on that one anyway uh finland is known as the country of a thousand lakes but how many lakes does it actually have and i will give you within twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. yes how are you the land of a thousand lakes if you're giving me within twenty thousand? That's a good question. And this also goes back to our question to our buddy, uh, other Nick. What concept, like, when does a pond become a lake? It's when you can't. Depth. It's when you can't contain it anymore. <laughs> you can contain a pond. Oh, I guess you can yeah, have a retention really pond. You can have, you can have a, yeah. I think you could contain a lake. Wasn't that his answer? Like when you can't can't contain it anymore i don't remember that your memory is a little bit better than mine is i think that's i think that was his answer um within twenty thousand, within twenty thousand, i'm giving you a lot that's that's a lot finland's not a big country like it, it can't be that many i'm gonna say ten thousand 
<laughs> because like it's not like if again what constitutes a lake because if 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 hypothetically if you say it's 80,000 like is the entire country not just water the answer is 187,888 bullshit there's no way like the entire country is underwater at that point right like the a- am i wrong in like this? the netherlands they're just windmills everywhere pumping the water out yeah like how many windmills are there in the netherlands oh there's uh 30 million like that's more than the people that live there there's no way i don't know man 187,880. and i did fact check this a couple times because i was also blown away by the oh, number wow yes all right, well, here, I'm going to throw one at you, which you already know. Do you know how many active blimps there are in the world? <laughs> it's like six or something like that. Yeah, it's something ridiculously low. There's I like thought it was tw- like I thought I, it was like 11. I think there's like 12. There's like 12 total, but only half of them are active. Are functional or like actually run. Which is nuts because when you like, when you're watching the, the Indy 500 or the golf, like a, a golf event, they're like, oh, and this coverage is brought to you by Goodyear, the Goodyear blimp. And it's like, Oh, that's one of ten. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Astounding. So look, look up, seriously, people. Look up how many blimps there are in the world. There's like, not many. No, it's it's ridiculous. So, anyways, one hundred eighty-seven thousand. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. All right, next question. A Mickey is a humorous unit of measurement that measures what? A Mickey. Mickey. And it's spelled exactly like Mickey Mouse. That measures what? Yeah, what does that measure? A Mickey. One Mickey. One Mickey, two Mickey, three Mickey, four. Mickey sounds like an Irish name. And I'm going to say potatoes. That is incorrect. Damn. A Mickey is the smallest distance a computer mouse can travel. (laughs) It is, by you laughing, it is now a humorous unit of measurement, just like I said. Yeah, oh, that's pretty good. So, Did you know a, a, a buttload? It's actually a number. It's actually a number. It's 127 gallons. I've been using that unit wrong for a long time. A buttload is two hogsheads. Wait, what? Yeah, look up how, look, look it up. Look it up right now. Hold on, you quick. said, you said gallons, but then you said hogsheads? Yeah, no, that's another unit of measurement. How So there's much? two different. No, it, it's like quarts and gallons. You said 127 gallons, but then you said two hogheads. Buttload, yeah. It's like Like quarts and gallons. Oh, sorry, it's 126 gallons. Uh, In terms that we all use, it's 126 gallons. It's a a buttload of wine is 126 gallons. I'm more confused about the hogheads. It's like quarts and gallons. If I said, I have a gallon of milk, how many quarts do you have? I've never heard of a hoghead. I yeah. thought you meant actually two hog heads. Like I go chop a head off a hog. No, no. Oh. They, there's literally a unit of measurement. So it's there's a unit a but- of volume. Yes, uh, a okay. buttload is 126 gallons, and then a hog's head is half of 126. <laughs> so 63. The more you know. Doing math drunk again. Here we go. All right. I'm never going to remember this. How many? <laughs> we've, we've got four we don't more. have to. We got we've Google. Got, we've got four more. Four more? All right. Yeah. Here we go. <clears throat> what was the previous name of Times Square before it was renamed in 1904? <sighs> I would have never gotten this. So good luck. I came out. Th- this is still payback for Christmas trivia or whatever. <laughs> 
I think it was Halloween or Thanksgiving trivia. Yeah, when I I stumped you. Um, Times Square. Um, Revolution Road. Uh, it is Long Acre Square. Still a square, apparently, and it's not square at all. Long Acre. Long Acre Square. I wonder if it's actually an acre. Uh, also a good question. I'm, I don't have the answer to that. Somebody else could find that out. Interesting. Go check a TikTok and get your quick answer. <laughs> uh, which of these African countries is the most populous? We're going into multiple choice. This should help you out a little bit. A, uh, sorry, which, uh, which of these African countries is the most populous? A, Egypt. B, Ethiopia. C, the Democratic Republic of Congo. Or D, South Africa. Dude. Can I get a 50-50? You, <laughs> you can't. And you can't phone a friend either. Um, my my thought is between... Actually, you have 50-50. You're the right or wrong. So I, there's it, your 50-50. It is, it, true. It is 50-50. My... my Initial instinct is between Egypt and South or uh, South Africa, because South Africa is pretty populous. Cairo, I think, has a crazy number of people. Congo, I I can't name a single city in Congo. And what was the other one? Ethiopia. Okay, I think I've told the story about the Ethiopian cab driver that I had. Yep. The, uh, he blessed you. Yeah, he blessed me with good karma. And I, I was all asking, I was like, oh, because again, I'm a stupid ass college kid. I was like, yeah, I'm taking geography of Africa. We talked about Ethiopia. And he's like, yeah, Ethiopia is actually a pretty wealthy country. So uh, Ethiopia might be the dark horse here. I, can't, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. <clears throat> all right, final answer. I'm going to Ethiopia. It is in, indeed Ethiopia. Yes! He blessed you with good karma. Thank you, taxi man! <laughs> <laughs> Ethiopia at uh, just under 115 million. Whoa, what? Yeah. Ethiopia is half the size and population of the United States. It's huge. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I this that kind of blew me away. Very, very surprising. I didn't... Wow. The other questions, I did a little bit better job of like putting the other information on the other choices, but wow, I wish I would have put what the other ones were. But like, like I chose that as the dark horse, but like 115 is literally half the size of the United States in population. Is it 330? It's probably like 350 now. Yes, population. 331 million. Oh, wait. God damn it. I can't do math. Okay. 115 is not half the size. Double that. That's 230, not 330. I mean, it's like a, yeah, it's like a third. That's a third. That's still, still ridiculous for for Ethiopia, but stop making me. Surprisingly large. I'm so bad at drunk math. Don't let me do it. I'm not good at it either. So, uh, (laughs) so if you're not good at math, how about some Shakespeare? Okay. Uh, Which of these words for constant was first used by Shakespeare? A, ceaseless. B, nonstop. C, unfaltering. Or D, never ending. 
Which of these words for constant was first used by Shakespeare? I want to say nonstop. That seems like a very modern term to be used by Shakespeare. So I'm going to say nonstop. The answer is D, never ending. <sighs> Fun fact. I saw this. On TikTok. Allegedly, on TikTok, yes, allegedly. And I actually did do some research because I didn't believe it either. The term bucket list, do you know how, like when that dates to? Last week, when the movie, when the movie Bucket List with uh, Morgan Freeman, Morgan and, Freeman, and what's um, the, Jack Nicholas, Jack Nicholas came out. Nichols, Nicholson, Nicholson, yeah, Jack Nicholas is the Nicholas golfer. is the golfer. Yeah. Yes, the Jack bear. Nicholson. Um, no, also good, na- good nickname. Gold, the Golden, Golden bear. bear. Good nickname. Oh, found some pool players with good nicknames as well. Uh, the Black Widow, Doctor Q, and the Striking Viking. Striking Viking, solid. Black Widow or stripes, <laughs> or is it stripes? <laughs> pool, pool humor. <laughs> okay, so anyways, um, no, but seriously, the if you look it up, the uh, term bucket list actually became very popularized in 2007 or eight when the movie The Bucket List came out. Oh, I was actually kind of right. Yeah, no. Like I saw a video on that, and then I was like, "There's no fucking way." So I actually looked it up, and it was like, "Yo, that was actually like popularized during that movie." So fun fact: things aren't necessarily as old as you think, which is crazy. So kind of like Picasso, kind of like Picasso, but so never ending, never ending. Yeah, wouldn't have gotten that one. All right, last I, question. I, actually, I didn't get that one. You did not. You. I think you're. Uh, I think you got. I'm over a lot. I think you got one. How many more we got? No, you got Harry Potter and Ethiopia. So you are two for nine so far. Oh, God. Last question. By population, what is the largest city in Europe? What constitutes Europe? I don't. I'm not giving you multiple choice here. So kind of in the dark. What constitutes Europe? Uh, that, that's pretty we had, well we had, defined. We actually had this that's discussion. That's pretty well defined. We had the, is, is Russia Europe or is Russia Asia? Oh. We had, good, we've had this conversation. Is Russia Europe or is Russia Asia? See, I when I looked it up, I saw I thought it was Asia. See, uh, but I think it's Europe. I think it's Eastern Europe. But then I've, I've also been, heard the term Eurasia. So. Yeah, so I have no idea, but that's not a continent. So, um, okay, in Europe, 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 Europe. Um... Oh fuck! Um, I'm just I'm I'm gonna throw. I have no idea. I'm gonna say Berlin. Berlin. It is Istanbul. Istanbul, Turkey. Turkey. Turkey's Europe. Turkey is indeed part of Europe. Hundred percent. Okay. Uh, at fifteen point six million. So now that you brought this up, Moscow was listed as number two at twelve point five million, and Paris at eleven million. So. So I was Russia. I don't close. know what you consider it. Eurasia, apparently, because I don't know. I don't know. It stretches over a good portion of land, so I have absolutely no idea. We're not uh, geography people here. Apparently, I'm not a trivia person, man. God, that was rough. Two for two for ten, one for five, twenty percent. That's a failure. I had a fifty-fifty shot. And Emotional I failed. damage. 
50-50 shot across the board and I absolutely lost. But thank you all for joining us on this Friday. You got anything else? Uh, no, I think I'm good okay. for another week or so. Okay, sounds good. We'll be back next week with a guest. Oh, really? With a guest. Oh, confirmed? Eh. I'm struggling to book right now. <laughs> TPD. I'm Aaron Thompson. That's Nick Warner. We hope you have a great fucking Friday. Bye, friends. I want to take me home. Take me